community content from Concentrate. You're up and Adam with Adam Montiel. Friday. You made it. My name is Adam Montiel. Thank you so much for being up and Adam. Happy Friday. Ready for the weekend. I'm excited to host the San Luis Obispo Chamber of Commerce Gala. Gala? Gala? Whatever. It's going to be fun. I'm excited. Should I do some parking jokes? No? No? Okay. I won't. I won't. No, I'm going to be good. It's going to be fun. I'm so excited. The Chamber of Commerce asked me to host their they're gay like couldn't be more excited to see all the people, the business owners. It's going to be fun. We have a fun show today. I'm going to introduce you to two folks. One, Slow Restaurant Week related. We've been heavy into Slow Restaurant Week. So much fun. We got just a couple days left. Day number eight today. That means we got today, tomorrow, and Sunday, and it's done. And based on who I'm talking to today, chef and owner Nicola Allegretta from both Mama's Meatball and Mama's a Meatball and uh, Mistura. I feel like I always... I say it in my head that way every time I say it, even if I don't say it outwardly in my outward voice that way. Mama's a meatball. Anyways, we'll talk to uh, Chef Nicola. He had some really cool stuff to say off the air. We'll see if he says it on the air, just about the, the dynamic of what restaurant we, I mean, what an incentive, $1,000 collectively to the restaurants that are participating in Slow Restaurant Week. So cool. So what a way to round it out. We're going to actually do a little uh, Restaurant Week Slow Restaurant Week special tomorrow. It's a little special content. If you're bopping around, doing some yard work, washing dishes on the weekend, we're going to give you a little extra added nugget, a little up and atom added nugget for Saturday too, all about Slow Restaurant Week. So go to slowrestaurantweek.com, that and more after some lo-fi headlines. Thanks to our friends at the General Store Paso, offering local goods, hand-picked gifts, a curated cookbook selection, all the best for your pantry, your home. The team at the General Store can help you pull together gift baskets for work, maybe a special thank you, closing gift, welcome bags, whatever. And helping people connect with dozens of local makers, that's their jam. Celebrating 10 years on the park, downtown Paso. They're open daily 11 to 6, 10 to 6 on the weekends on Instagram at General Store Paso. There is only one General Store general store paso up and adams lo-fi headlines all right it's friday gonna keep the news light there are some heavier local stories but i'm gonna push them to monday look let's just have some fun with some headlines i love this one a chef on tiktok is going viral for his grocery shopping hack not a bad idea guys named william coleman earlier this month he talked about his six to one grocery shopping method it went viral the idea is that when you're making your grocery list you're at the grocery store you should aim to get Six, five, four, three, two, one. But he breaks it down. Listen. Okay, we're all trying to save money this year, and my six to one grocery shopping method has continued to go viral, and for good reason. If you're new to the six to one method, it's super, super simple. Whenever you go grocery shopping, Trader Joe's, Whole Foods, I don't care if you go to Air Wine, use the six to one method. You grab six veggies, five fruits, four proteins, three starches, two sauces or spreads, and one fun thing for yourself. Mm. This makes grocery shopping way easier, way cheaper, and you get in and out so you're not there all day long. This has worked for me, my homies, and everybody on social media that has tried it. 
Give it a try and let me know how you like it. I'm I'm down. This kind of sounds interesting. What did he say? You go your six starches. No, no, no. Six veggies. Five. Look how I bring it to six starches. <laughs> Was that Freudian? Was that some Freudian shit or what? Oh my god, no. Six veggies, five fruits, four proteins, three starches. Adam, get a hold of yourself. Two sauces, that just means two versions of ranch or spreads. <laughs> One fun thing for yourself. I thought that's what the ranch was. No, stop it. It's supposed to make grocery shopping, like he said, easier, faster, even help you save some money. And what I like about it is it challenges you to make more home-cooked meals with a variety of ingredients. I like this. He says the method works regardless of your family size or whether you're on a special diet like keto or whatever. You can adapt it to your needs this was in People Magazine. I like it. Good for him. Chef Coleman, not a bad idea. All right. If you're a mom or if you're a parent, rather, if your kids ever have a half day, I remember my mom vividly. What the? Why are we doing half days? Like parents are just like, what the absolute F are we doing half days for? This mom had a rant on TikTok. It went absolutely viral. It's pretty clever. Listen to her. She sounds a little East Coast, which is why I love her. Check it out. Half days? Why? Why are we doing this? By the time it takes me to drag my kids out of their bed and shove them out the door two days this week, why couldn't we just do that once for one full day? Who's doing the math? What math are we doing here? Core, what common is it? core. Is it the right? amount of hours in or the amount of days I have to drag my kids here? It's causing oh, so me funny. angina getting them out of the house only to have to then come pick up within three hours? What can I get done in three hours? I can't get nothing done. I'm circling my tail for at least an hour and a half at home. What are we doing? Who can I talk to? She'll be here all week. Tip your waitress. She's good. Don't you like her? Find me some nerd news, some uh, a rundown of what's been going down this week in science. Some interesting headlines. Not going to get too into these stories, just the headlines, but it's pretty interesting. Rumors swirled this week that the James Webb Telescope had found alien life. Turns out there's a planet 120 light years away from us called K218b that could, could have life. Last fall, we found evidence of dimethyl sulfide in its atmosphere. On Earth, it's a molecule only made by living things, especially microscopic plants in the ocean. So that's where the rumors were based on. Experts have been pushing back on it, though. They say finding potential biosignatures is very different than finding full-on aliens. And no one who actually knows about this stuff has said any announcement is imminent, so we'll see. In other space news, that doomed Peregrine moon lander, we told you about that one, it had issues just a little bit after it launched, had a big gas leak this month, finally fell back to Earth yesterday as it burned up over the South Pacific. It's the one that had a bunch of random stuff on board, including, this is kind of a bummer, several people's cremated ashes. I guess their family wanted their ashes to go to the moon, and, well, it just ended up in the South Pacific, so who knows. All right, uh, pet news. A study found small dogs might live longer than big dogs. I feel like anecdotally we kind of knew this. Reason? Because they're less susceptible to certain diseases, like cancer. An article made the rounds on how cats also like to be pet harder than a lot of non-cat people think, especially around their head and their face. Have you ever seen a cat? Like, I'm not a cat person, and they will just straight, like, rub into you. You're like, whoa, you really, you like it rough. Okay, you like it a little rough. 
Uh, more in science. Could the area you live in experience a damaging earthquake in the next 100 years? The U.S. Geological Survey released a map that shows what your chances are. They say 75% of the U.S. is at risk. You can imagine where the lion's share of that 75% is. In junk food news, a study at WSU found the exact neurons in the brain that give potheads the munchies. They say it could lead to actually refined therapeutics to give folks like cancer patients even more of an appetite. And finally, a poll asked which scientists have had the most positive impact on the world. Albert Einstein ranked number one. Number two, Thomas Edison, who invented the first practical light bulb good enough for widespread use. There you go, your dose of some science on a Friday. Mucho thank you to our friends at Tin City Distillery, located in one of the hottest tasting locations, Tin City. Tin City Distillery is open for tastings of their spirits and also as a cocktail bar seven days a week. You can take tours of the distillery on the weekend. Their spirits, the highest caliber and quality. The brandy is made from some of the most coveted vines in Paso. Their canned cocktails, elevated, refreshing, and you can learn more. Visit our friends, tincitydistillery.com and check them out next time you're in Tin City. Up in Adams, Lo-Fi Headlines. All right, day number eight, Slow Restaurant Week. We just got two days after today left, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Here we are, our last few days left, slowrestaurantweek.com. We talked to chef owner Nicola Alegreta. He's so good. He's such a talented, community-driven, we catch up with him at Mistura. Let's check it out. It's a pleasure to be here with you. How are you today? I am wonderful. It's been a little while since we've been able to catch up. You are a busy, busy man. We've got stuff with Mistura. We've got big news with Mama's Meatball. I'm excited to get right into it. I think right out the gate, uh, let's talk about Restaurant Week. Slow Restaurant Week. Both of your restaurants, Mistura, which we're at now, and I'm so excited to talk about the changes. We've read in the paper of some of the exciting changes with Mama's Meatball, but there are some changes that we're going to talk about with Mistura in this conversation that are really, really exciting. But you have both your restaurants participating in Slow Restaurant Week. What is each one doing for your perfect pairing? So for the perfect pairing at Mama's Meatball, we decided to do a chicken piccata with fettuccine alfredo, and we pair with a Nero Diavola, uh, Cosumano, which is a very great wine. Uh, we offering the wine for just $10, and our cost in the main course, it's only $24, which is great in a combination. And then for Mistura, we did it a one-hour dish, which is el combo. So it's a lomo saltado with a noodle together with guancaina sauce, and we serve it with a cabernet that it's from Napa Valley, a quilt. And the same thing, you know, the wine is only $10 and the meal is just for like $24, either lunch or dinner. So I think it's a great deal uh, thinking that you're getting filet mignon, stir fry and noodle and wine. So that's a great combination. Now, you've already, you told me off the air, you are already seeing an increase in people coming in just because of Slow Restaurant Week. Yes, we really see it. You know, I, um, I've been in business for quite a bit uh, and I remember during the year, you know, do really this promotion where you got uh, three courses for $30 for uh, the restaurant month. Right, now we're talking about old school, like when the county used to do slow exactly. restaurant month, right? Exactly, yeah. Uh, but I think this is great, you know, uh, it's more versatile because they, you don't essentially uh, need to have like a menu for the $30, whatever counts, you know, to people come and spending. Uh, it's a way to give them opportunity to go out and, you know, um, helping 
seeing the economy, you know, into this moment, which is always slow when people they're analyzing, you know, it's like, oh, Christmas came through and we spent too much money, now we have to save money, you know what I mean? And they like the fact that there's a, a motivation, you know, where the consumer can come inside, you know, the, um, the places and then they can have a chance to win, you know, a thousand dollar worth of gift certificate, you know, that would be amazing, you know. Yeah, that would be huge. Imagine eating, you eat like a king or queen for the rest of the year. Easy. Oh, I, I know. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I'm so glad that you said that because I know working with the city and Molly and Jackie, they really wanted to, and, and the whole team, there's a lot of people involved in this and it was super cool to get on the inside and see how much they love the restaurants here and really wanted to make a difference. And when Slow Restaurant Month with the county decided not to continue, that the folks here in the city said, look, no, we want to keep going. What can we do? And in this case, they chose Slow Restaurant Week, which is a, a long 10-day week bookended by those weekends and said, hey, let the restaurants choose any pairing they want. They can price it at whatever they want and we'll just try and get the word out. And then like you said, I mean, this is a really good incentive, $1,000 collectively to all the participating restaurants. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do have a, we love it because also they created all these promotional uh papers, you know, and postcards, you know. Uh, with stickers on the on the sidewalk. Stickers on the sidewalk, and people's like, hey, what's this? I see people, like, kind of doing with their feet. Oh, maybe it's a piece of paper yeah. on the floor. <laughs> so it's amazing what they really did it, you know, and uh, I like it today being working in conjunction with the Chamber of Commerce, you know. I've been kind of, you know, checking and following them, you know, how they're doing, and sincerely, it seems like to work. Um, we see a different generally that, you know, many other years to their past, you know, so Sincerely, it's a well-worded this um, restaurant week. Okay, big changes with both of your beautiful brands, uh, Mistura and Mama's Meatball. Let's talk about Mama's Meatball first because that was in the news. I talked about it on my show. You guys are adding a new location. Now, there was a rumor, and I'm bummed this rumor didn't come to fruition because the rumor was you were going to take the old village host spot. That is not true. Was it ever a possibility or no? No, no. Never even come to a rumor? No. No, no, no. Yeah. You were going to be in the old Upper Crust Trattoria spot, Laguna Village. This is an even bigger footprint and a really cool side of town for you. Yeah, it's a very nice, you know, because, you know, it's a bigger restaurant. We have the opportunity to use it, the banquet room, which you can host up to 50, 60 people for a different occasion, which you always, we say no to our people, our client, you know, and we affording this customers to other Italian restaurants, you know, they were very happy to share, you know, client with them. Uh, and uh, the other point, we have parking that's going to be one side to the other, you know, and um, great opportunity for us, you know, to be another side of town. Because man, sometimes people, they like to be that side of town and they don't come here in this. We got a lot of houses over there, a lot of people over there. Oh, it's really developing a lot. Yeah, I can see, you know, a big development, you know, between Avila Ranch and the other development there where the Dalidio it is you know so I think it's it's a great move you know now we're not leaving the creamery we're still going to be there but you're just going to be doing what just take out out of here what are we going to still do out of the creamery spot uh, so in the creamery we're just going to leave it our takeout and and delivery uh as we born in, in the beginning uh one of the recent a year and a half ago we launched our franchising as a mama's meatball uh we're going to run our own franchising it's going to be exactly the same food you know we will prepare all the base sauce you know and we'll be running ourselves um and it's going to be great for people 
people for a, a quick bite, you know, they want to stop by. Maybe it's going to be a limited menu, you know, not the all complex menu with also buco and rack of lamb, stuff like that, that, you know, requires more time. Uh, but definitely will be available for people for pick up the food and party trays, you know, whatever they always said in the past. Now, Mistura. Peruvian, which uh, Peruvian food, there's so many eclectic pieces of influence from like South African and this and that. I mean, like Peruvian food has, so, it picks up so many different pieces of the world. It must be fun to see Mistura grow and the, the menu evolve the way it has. Yes, you know, we actually see a, a big change, you know, for our restaurant and a lot of people coming from all over the place here uh, to experiencing our cuisine. Not for nothing, we're the top five Peruvian restaurant in all United States, this level using organic product, you know, grass-fed meat, you know, uh, locally sourced seafood, you know, and sincerely, people really appreciated those practices, you know, and for us, it's very important. Even when I got to the store, people said, oh, do you need a bag? I don't need a bag. I wish I can pick, you know, this vegetable fresh and cook it in my garden. That's what I'm looking for, you know. Uh, but, you know, one day we'll get at that level when you will come to my garden, you know. I love that. Uh-huh. Uh, but um, the other exciting things, you know, about the Mistura where we are actually, we're developing a chef's table where people, they will be able to dine on the front of me. It's going to be only one seating, uh, max to eight to ten people. Uh, and it's going to be amazing because I will be able to feature local ingredient and then using my arts, you know, into the culinary arts, you know, and put it together in the front of them, give an explanation, give a tutorial, you know. It's but you are busy fun. enough. Are you going to be doing this? I'm going to be doing this, you know. I actually am very happy because uh, uh, with the, the Mama's Mebo, I do have my two brothers, Cosimo and Luca, which they supporting me a lot, you know. So we're going to be working in conjunction together with the, the Mama's Mebo concept. And, you know, and here at Mistura is going to be myself. Uh, and it's going to be only available into the evening, like uh, 5 to 10, you know. So I think will be much nice, you know, to do something like this five days a week, you know, and people, they need to make a reservation ahead. But uh, I have a lot of cool idea. I have fantastic dishes, you know. You like one percent. flat price per person kind of thing? Yeah, it's going to be one flat price. You know, it's going to be probably like 125 150 for like eight, ten course meal that, you know, it's you're going to be eating it. And then you can pair with wine. Uh, we're going to give it a taste of our pisco that we make it in. Uh, That's right. Yeah, uh, we actually find out that we were doing a job with the Trade Commissioner of Peru, that we are the only distillery of Pisco of all United States. You know? Oh, so, chef, yeah. amazing. Exactly. That's very unique, wow. you know. Uh, so we've been featured for, with them already a few times, and we will be featuring something more big, you know, soon to come. Uh, but we find out this news, which is amazing. Yeah, this is a beautiful room. We're in the square room right off the entrance when you come in to Mistura. And this room is going to be completely transformed into a chef's table. And I think of like, you know, Psalm Kitchen in Paso or even Six Test, where the chef's table has become super fun. It's super high end. But what I love about it is it's intimate. It's maybe eight to 10 people, depending on how many seats you got around. It's just our time with you. You're plating and, you know, using your tweezers and stuff. And you're putting things on the plates right in front of us. And, And there's really a open dialogue between you and the diner, which is so special we've learned because it's so much fun it's so unique that you don't you don't always get that 
Yeah, so this is what we really were looking to do for a long time. And reason is that Misture has a very big square footage, you know, has a lot of seating capacity. Uh, and sometimes for the food that we make it, I feel I penalize too much my kitchen. I penalize my client, you know, to the type of service that we can give it to them. So we start to subdivide it a little bit to the restaurant in different area. Uh, so what we did recently, we created a lounge area and a bar area. So people that can have, you know, a menu there and enjoy the bar area, which is nice and cozy, you know. And uh, You got full drinks over there. I have a full bar over there, yes. Uh, and as well, you know, we... Uh, have the regular restaurant, you know, which people they can sit right there, but at least it's less for my kitchen crew and for my service, so they can give a better service uh, and a better, you know, product, you know, to the table. And by having, like, the chef's table, I will be able to actually, you know, uh, showcasing myself, you know, to the client, you know, what it's my passion, because sometimes, you know, it's hard to deliver to everybody, you know, the same product. Do you feel like you lost a little bit of that because you're so busy, you're running these businesses? Like, maybe I just want to get in front of six to eight people, cook for them, give my heart in my food and just capture that again so i am a professional caterer and reason i do catering i don't do a lot of catering i may do 10 to 15 events per year but i do it because the versatility to change that menu all the time i'm kind of a personality i get bored to do the same thing always over and over by doing this you know it will be bring me back to my passion, my roots, what I love to do it, you know, and I'm a creator, you know, as a difference, you know, between cooks and chefs, you know, chefs creates, you know, and cooks, you know, follows order and, you know, and, and makes things based on recipe. I really like creating and crafting and uh, I usually, whenever I invented a new dish, I do when no of my employees are here and then, you know, once today comes, says, okay, we're going to change this, we're going to do that and I start to show them how to do it. In, initially, they're all skeptical but then after, they say, oh, this is great oh amazing <laughs> so now they're all dig in you know because uh, we really love it I really would love it to take them in a culinary experience you know in Peru if I can and my team from Italy from uh, Mama's Mibo in a culinary experience in Italy to really dig in and understand you know the culture and what we're doing here in Mistura how authentic it is you know and how people really enjoy it what's the difference between us and the other places you know yeah, I love it. Uh, Chef Nicola Allegretta, we are here at Mastura in an area that is going to be transformed very soon. I can't wait, one, to come back in this room again when it's all done and come and sit at your chef's table and enjoy your cuisine. Thank you so much uh, from all the folks who have been really working hard for Slow Restaurant Week uh, for participating not only with just one of your great restaurants, but both of them. Uh, congrats on the new move. I can't wait to talk to you in the new Mama's Meatball location and for always uh, you know, being there to pick up my phone call over the years and and support me i just love you man you're the, you're the best and i appreciate what you do and thanks for being up and adam thank you so much it's a pleasure thank you for the opportunity thanks chef for being up and adam all right coming up on monday a story a heartwarming one shared with you many months ago of a 19-year-old Syrian refugee who left everything behind with her family for a better life here in America, ended up, started a process in 2008 to be here and ended up coming here but had to leave the family dog behind. We will tell you the story of reunification with Noor, McCool, and Tootie. That is on Monday. I don't want you to miss that story. A really heartwarming one and one I can't wait to bring you in depth 
Speaking of animals, speaking of love, Robin Coleman, the Woods Humane Society. Chat with her every Friday, our pet of the week, and a lot more. Robin, so good to chat with you. Thanks for being up in Adam. Good morning. It is Friday, <laughs> feeling good, and we got good news because our pet of the week last week, Cleopatra, found a home. I told you I didn't think she was going to last too long at Woods, <laughs> but I absolutely love to share when they found their forever home. So over the weekend, our sweet little five-month-old pup, beautiful Cleopatra, uh, started her new life with her new family, and I'm so so happy for her. But we're moving on to our next pet of the week, and we are talking cats today. We are getting ready for our coffee with the cats this weekend. So we are highlighting a North County cat. Don't forget, we have a wonderful shelter in Atascadero who are the cat and kitten experts, along with a great spay and neuter clinic up there. But we are featuring Puffin, a gorgeous little cat, just over a year old, 11 pounds, a white, a little bit of black on top of uh of his little head and uh, gorgeous little eyes. Uh, he was originally with us as a little baby kitten. He got adopted, but unfortunately recently returned because of life changes. It happens. We get it. But we are looking for a new home for Puffin, a staff favorite, a really a, a big personality in this little cat. Oh, Puffin. That's a pretty cute name. What is uh, Talk about Cafe with the Cats this weekend. Yeah, so you can come out and meet our pet of the week and all our available felines um, out at our North County shelter on Saturday from 11 to 1. We are doing coffee with the cats. We're bringing a cat cafe to Atascadero for the weekend. Um, we have a few cool vendors, but Human Bean is going to be offering some yummy coffee, salted caramel latte, mm. some kind of fancy hot chocolate. I think there's like a chance of some sprinkles. So a perfect day to come inside, get a warm cup of coffee, let uh, one of our feline friends warm your lap and uh maybe come on out fall in love take some photos some good social media content come on out say hi we'll be out there from 11 to 1 with coffee with the cats and if we get a good turnout maybe this is something that we can do uh more regularly so i need you all to show up where are my cat lovers and where are my coffee lovers at cat lovers coffee lovers unite tomorrow 11 to 1 Woods Humane Society, North County, in A-Town. We got the one and only Robin Coleman. She is my favorite part about finding forever homes for dogs. Yes, even cats like our Puffin. Puffin, today, our cat of the week, our pet of the week as a cat. Uh, Robin, as always, it is fantastic to talk to you. I wish you a great weekend, and we'll talk next week. Thanks, Adam. And don't forget, your new best friend waiting for you at the shelter. You're up in Adam with Adam Montiel. Adam Montiel. Community content from Concentrate. Available wherever you get your podcasts. For links and more, visit adammontiel.com. All right. Friday. Thanks to Robin Coleman. Thanks to chef, owner of Mastura, Mama's Meatball, Nicola Allegretta. Also excited to share with you Where Wine Takes You, my podcast with Paso Wine. Got a brand new episode coming out today. This, if you are into wine and that show, you're going to dig this one. Got Matt Ketman from Wine Enthusiast, Elaine Chukan Brown, also from Wine Enthusiast, and just badass speaker, wine writer extraordinaire, and then Master Sommelier Chuck Ferruya. Oh my God, thank you to Amanda Wittstrom Higgins and Joel Peterson for hooking this show up. It's going to be fantastic. Brand new episode. And I will tell you, Paso Wine just rolled back the curtains on Wine Fest tickets. If you're local, this has become, in the last couple of years, Paso Wine Fest has completely changed and evolved for the absolute better. It's become such a badass event. I always thought it was fun before. Now it is like next level awesome. Tickets for locals, 99 bucks. Go to PasoWine.com. They're on sale today. That's a great price because those tickets are going to go up. 
Yeah, so get the early bird, get the locals deal right there. 99 bucks. Paso Wine Fest. I think PasoWineFest.com is a website. Also, just go to PasoWine.com and get the 411, and I will see you there. And thanks to all our friends who support and make Up and Adam possible from McClintock's General Store Paso, Dow Vineyards, we help you legal, Tin City Distillery, and the Woods Humane Society. Also, thanks to our friends at Full Cup Solutions for technical consideration, and Dan Curcio, Moonshiner Collective, for original music on the podcast, Start Again. Well, if you're coming to the Chamber of Commerce dinner in San Luis Obispo tomorrow, I will be the MC for better or for worse. Looking forward to seeing you. We'll be back on Monday. Hope you have a wonderful, safe, dry weekend. Yes, it's likely going to rain maybe a couple inches. Thank you so much for making us the first podcast of your day, for rating, reviewing, subscribing to the show, and sharing it with a friend. I can't thank you enough for being up and at him. Start again. We'll start again. Let's start again.